The Capitals at the draft and free agency next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome in to this bonus edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen of the day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this bonus short edition of Locked On Capitals, I come to you as my vacation is wrapped wrapping up here and uh, just some clarification the shows that you saw this last week were recorded the third and fourth week of june so some of the information isn't totally up to date in those episodes but just to get you guys caught up here briefly uh, the Capitals at the draft, good marks. Uh, Ryan Leonard, Andrew Cristal, uh, I think two big players. Uh, Ryan Leonard kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Tom Wilson, a physicality, a good shot, a good release, a good skater. And then Cristal, same thing. I think both of those players are going to be key additions uh, to this team in years to come. They also uh, drafted another goalie amongst many other players that I'll go into in depth on the show in the weeks to come. But I give Ross Mahoney and the scouts you know, A-plus marks at the draft. I think that they did an excellent job, and I think the Capitals are in a good position for years to come. As far as the moves that were made at free agency, if you were hoping for any fireworks, if you were hoping for some, you know, marquee names, that was not the case for the Capitals as they signed Joel Edmondson from the Habs, uh, a defenseman that has a bit of snarl to his game. I think that at the end of the day, it's a good depth move. I think that the Capitals saw what had happened as far as injuries were concerned on the blue line, and they were trying to address that. The key part in all of that is that Montreal retains 50% of his salary. The other big move, potential big move, is Max Pacioretty, a name that was huge years ago, six times a 30-goal scorer. At one time, six goals or excuse me, at one time, 30 goals. Six times he did that. Listen, 10 years ago, I was about 10 pounds lighter and had more hair on my head. If he can duplicate that kind of success, that would be great. If he can score 20 goals, that would be great to help out the Caps. The thing that has me worried the most is those issues that he's had with his Achilles. Two years in a row, he has seen extremely limited amount of time playing on the ice. So the Capitals have him ostensibly to be one of those, you know, top forwards that's going to score a bunch of goals. As we know, this last season, Alex Ovechkin carried the bulk of the mail. But there were some things to consider. Tom Wilson missed a majority of the season. Nick Baxter missed missed, missed a good chunk of the season. And uh, John Carlson missed a bu- bunch of the season. So is this team, as I record this in July, ready to make a push for the playoffs? If the Capitals season was to start tonight, 
what kind of position would they be in? Would they be contenders in the Metro division? I'm really hoping that there are some bigger moves in store because I don't think the Capitals are in much of a better position today than they were before free agency. Max Pacioretty has the potential of being a great player. Potentially, he's going to be a great player. Is that going to be actuality? We don't know. I hope that they can get that kind of production out of him. What I do know for sure is he will not be with the team to start the season. He might not be with the team until October or November is what I'm hearing. Uh, so he's not going to help the Capitals to start the season. So I know that the Caps are up against it as far as cap space is concerned. Uh, Martin Farivari got an extension. Uh, he resigned to a new deal. So the Capitals only have around $99,000. Uh, in cap space left. They're going to have to move out some big pieces if they're going to add any big pieces to this team. What I'm hearing is there'll be activity now through about mid-July, then it tapers off, and then maybe a little bit more towards the end of July, and then August, it's going to be crickets. There's not going to be any big moves until September and the start of the season. So there is some concern for me as a Capitals fan about is this team going to be better than it was last year? It's a really tough question. We know that the Capitals missed the playoffs for the first time in quite some time. Are they going to be able to make it to the playoffs with the moves that they have made thus far? I really don't think so. I think, you know, at best case scenario, a wild card team, I always have said it, that I thought if Backstrom, Wilson, and Carlson were in there the entire season, that they might be a wild card team. Are the additions of Edmondson, is the addition of Patch Ready going to, to push them over the top? I really don't think so. Uh, so I'm expecting some bigger moves. There was also rumblings out there about Evgeny Kuznetsov and the Nashville Predators. And one of the things that I'd heard is that Barry Trotz is who now the GM of the Nashville Predators. They were talking about a Kuznetsov for Duchesne deal straight up. And what do we know about Duchesne is that he was bought out and now plays for the Stars. Uh, but one of the interesting things to consider about Kuznetsov is for the longest time, this team had said that we need a really solid second line center. I think the Capitals should maybe, excuse me, pump the brakes and think about trading away Evgeny Kuznetsov, who was top drafted, and is that second line center potentially that the Capitals were looking for? Is, is Evgeny Kuznetsov a little bit hot and cold? Sure he is. But I think unless the Capitals are getting an upgrade, they should not make a trade for trade's sake. Um, if it was for Duchesne, I guess I would have considered it, but that's off the table as he plays for the Stars now. So the other piece that's kind of in flux right now is Anthony Manta. I'm getting more and more of a feeling that he will be on this team in the fall. Again, everyone says they want Anthony Manta out of here. I've said as much as well, but they need an upgrade. You do not want to make a trade for trade's sake. If they can get an upgrade, if they can bundle Anthony Manta and someone else and ship him out of here and get a solid return, I'm all about it. But this team that is struggling, and they are struggling, Caps fans, they didn't make it to the playoffs. If they subtract Evgeny Kuznetsov, they would be subtracting, you know, that really top 
you know, tier centerman that they've been looking for so for so many years. I get it. He's hot and he's cold. But uh, just a couple seasons ago, he was in top three with the Capitals in goals. Those are all things to consider. All right, just a quick Locked On Capitals podcast for you guys. Again, I'm coming back from vacation. Brand new shows next week as I talk about Patch Ready. I talk about Edmondson. I go into depth about Leonard and Kristal and what kind of players they are historically. I just wanted to get you guys caught up. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast. Cast Network, your team every day. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We got Locked On Nationals, Commanders, and Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, and I'll talk to you again next time.